Welcome to the Beyond the Box Board podcast. This is your host, David Kaplan. In this episode, I interview Coach Aaron Goodman. Coach Goodman's the head men's basketball coach at Washington College. Coach, how's it going? Terrific, David. It's uh, great to hear your voice. Appreciate that, Coach. Likewise, you want to give yourself a, uh, a brief introduction to our listeners? Sure. Uh, my name is Aaron Goodman. Uh, a lot of people know me as Goody. Um, I'm the head men's basketball coach at Washington College, which is located um, on the eastern shore of Maryland in a beautiful, quaint town called Chestertown. Awesome. Now, I know you grew up in Bethesda. You know, talk about growing up there and then, uh, you know, attending Walter Johnson High School. Yeah, um, uh, growing up uh, in, in that area was terrific for, for basketball, uh, certainly. You know, it's, um, uh, you know, as we know, the, the DMV, uh, it wasn't known as the DMV back then, but the DMV uh, is, a, is a great place for hoops. It, you know, it, it gave me access to a lot of different styles of play. Like, you know, I just remember when I was in high school going, like the parks were the place, right? And so uh, going down to D.C. at certain parks, uh, you, you knew you were either going to play against really good players or some older guys. And, and out, in, the, out in, in my neighborhood, there were always several parks, and you knew which ones had lights. And, uh, you know, the, the competition was, was, was good. I think um, – the access that players have now um, as far as personal training and, you know, the, the plethora of AAU teams which are now available, uh, you know, is, is really terrific. So I think it gave me a, a good home base, um, you know, to come back to when, when, I, when I got back into coaching. What was your playing career like? Uh, I was a, a high school basketball player, uh, a Division three recruit. Um, I had some opportunities to play uh, Division Three, and um, the the ones that I had were weren't really the type of school that I wanted to go to. So I did not play in in college, um, and I, I went to to Boston University as a student. Did you try to? you know, become a student manager or, uh, you know, a scout team player for the women's team while you were at BU? Uh, no, I, I, ne- I never did that. My, I had worked really hard that summer to try out. I was going to try out for the, for the men's team. Um, unfortunately, I, I contracted mono uh, before I, I got to campus, um, and it really – just crush me. So, um, you know, I, I didn't, I never had the opportunity. I never did that. I, to be honest with you, I never even knew that, uh, being a men's, being a men's player for women, for, uh, you know, a practice player was even possible. Um, and I, I had never really thought about being a student manager, uh, either. How many camps did you work in the summers and, and how did you get your basketball fix? Um, well, I, I never, I never sort of, lo- I never lost it. You know, I played uh, intramurals in college and, um, uh, you know, 
continued to play men's leagues out of out of college, um, and uh, you know I was I was an international relations major, and I, I worked on on Capitol Hill, and then I I got uh, I got started in a, in the dot com sort of boom that happened in the in the late nineties um, and early two thousands, and I worked for um, a, a startup company. Um, and, it, and on the side, I was coaching a, a youth team, eighth grade team that was a travel team that was called Small Fry Basketball. That was a big out in the Midwest, but not really here. And so my buddy and I started that program. And I ended up getting laid off uh, from from the job, and um, really was really wanted to make a run for for basketball. You know, especially after coaching the the, the seventh and eighth grade. Uh, kids that we were coaching and and um uh so my dear friend Glenn Farello who's the head coach at um at Paul the 6th uh out in Fairfax you know a tremendous high school basketball program uh he was he was at Eleanor Roosevelt at the time uh, and he let me come and, and help him out in the summer um which uh, and he and I actually were playing men's league together and it turned into him helping me get on board with um, the hoop group guys, which was Eastern Invitational at the time, and you know I, I I worked every every camp, every camp that you could possibly imagine to try and get my foot in the door. And um, uh, Mike, I worked Mike Lonergan's camp at Catholic, um, and he um, pulled me aside and and was at just kind of was trying to figure, you know, get to know me. Um, and, you know, I told him that I really wanted to break into college coaching. I was, I was, you know, trying to do it any way I can. And he, he actually reached out to, to Chuck Drizel for me. And at that time, Marymount and Catholic were really big rivals. Um, and Chuck was the head coach at Marymount. And um, uh, he, I went over and interviewed with him. He gave me a shot, you know, and I'm, I'm forever grateful. Um, and, you know, kind of, kind of went, went from there. Um, you know, I, I uh, went to uh, for Marymount. I, I Chuck left uh, the, that following year, and I, I was, I had an amazing opportunity to work for Scott McClary um, uh, for four years. Who, um, you know, with connections, got me in front of Billy Lang at Navy, and I mean, as you know, the Navy, Navy story. I, I you know, I recruited one of your guys, Zach Fong, who. A uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, person, player, shooter, um, you know, and and uh, uh, was a part of two two coaching staffs at, at Navy with Billy uh, Lang and with Ed DeCellis, uh both you know a, a great, terrific coaches, and um, and um, you know along with Scott and with Chuck, I I, I just you know was able to end up where I am now, um, you know, and just worked for some from really great people worked with great people, um, you know, and I'm just blessed and fortunate uh, to be where I am now. So prior to Marymount, were you also coaching high school at, at Sandy Springs? Correct. Yes, I did. I coached at Sandy Springs Friends School. Um, that was my first paid job. So um, I I applied for the JV head coaching job there, um, assistant varsity, and I got the job. Uh, Steve Powers is, I believe, still the AD there. And you know, he, he, he gave me a shot. I taught some PE classes and coached a team for a year, and that was um, uh, 
you know, prior to getting um, the, the job with, with Chuck. So I was at Sandy Spring Friends School for, for a year. How many planning periods were you writing up practice plans during those middle school PE days? <laughs> hey, man, you know, the PE, I got to keep my eyes open. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it was fun. I mean, I, you know, it, the, the kids were great. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a great opportunity, um, you know, really to kind of think, kind of figure out what coaching was, was, was kind of all about, you know, and, and I, I was again, very fortunate to, to, to get that opportunity. You talk about, uh, you know, Chuck hiring you at Marymount. For listeners who might not know the rough idea of, uh, you know, how much coaches make early on, how close were you to six figures your first couple of years at Marymount? <laughs> I, you know, just under, just under. I was more like six hundred, <laughs> six hundred dollars. That was my, uh, that was my stipend, uh, which I was happy to get. You know, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it was. I worked. Um, uh, I, I I bartended down in D.C. for uh, basically the whole time before I got to Navy. So it was close to close to ten years. Um, you know, I was working in the restaurant industry. Was you know again just working with some great people, meeting some great people. But it kept me going because I you know the the money was not coming from uh, coaching uh, piece of it and. Um, uh, I was able to, uh, with Coach McClary, was able to give me some housing, uh, which also was hugely helpful, um, you know, but it was rough, man. I mean, you know, I would I would close the bar at 2.30 in the morning, and, and some days we had 6 a.m. practice, and I, and I, I would just go to, the, go to the, the office and work out <laughs> before practice and then, and then go to bed at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, so it was uh, it was rough, but you know, you gotta, you gotta make sacrifices if you want to get where, get what you want. And it's such a hard industry, as you know, to break into. I mean, it's just, you know, um, you know, especially for somebody who, who didn't have, um, you know, a college playing career. When you were in the restaurant industry, any celebrities or politicians, uh, noteworthy that came through? Oh man. So I guess one of you know the the I guess the memorable times for me were um, yeah I, I bartended at the Dubliner for a couple of years and the St. Patty's days were always uh, uh, you know really interesting <laughs> really a lot of fun. <laughs> Who else was on staff uh, at the time that you were at Marymount and, and what were your main duties? With Scott were some guys that you know are still lifelong friends. I, I think Coach McClary you know, did a, a really terrific job of, of managing a staff and also bringing in uh, some, some really, really great people. Um, so Kent Dernbach is, I, he and I work together. Um, he, he is now the head coach at uh, Wisconsin Lacrosse. Um, and um, Matt Miller came on staff. Uh, a little, like I think it was the year after me, but Matt's now, you know, Matt was the head coach at Churchill and at um, St. Maria Goretti up in Hagerstown, and now he's on staff with, with Dan Engelstad up at, at Mount St. Mary's. Um, you know, so um, just 
some 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 great so again some great people, man. I mean, you know, it, it, Marymount sometimes is a little bit of a blur for me a little bit too because you know I, I was like I was working just all the time. <laughs> I was working all the time, uh, but you know it was it was like I said it was great. You know, um, great opportunity to learn and grow. You know, reflecting back on your your first taste of coaching college basketball, what were some experiences that stand out to you? Um, repeat that again one more time for me, please. I said, reflecting back on your first taste of coaching college basketball, what are some of the experiences that stand out? I know you said kind of a you know a blur as far as the coaching staff, but. You know, what, what was that moment where you're like, man, I, I made it. I'm, I'm coaching college basketball. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I think the college practices, you know, um, uh, being able to recruit, um, you know, really, like, it's hard. Recruiting is not in, an easy thing to do, you know, and trying to figure out the landscape because it's really about relationships. And, and I think being in the restaurant industry helped me with that, too. Um uh, you know, I, I just think that watching guys grow, you know, watching, being able to rec- recruit guys, watching them grow through a program and graduate, um, you know, and some of the guys I still stay in touch with from Marymount, you know, certainly guys from Navy too. And I, I think that's ultimately what it's about is, is, is seeing guys grow, grow up, you know, and seeing them um, grow from, a, from a, their first year, first college experience to being a senior and being a leader and, um, you know, and, and from a personal standpoint, uh, you know, I, again, I think I was really fortunate to have worked for four different guys who had, who had different philosophies and, 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 and strengths. And I was able to kind of cobble together a lot of different ideas, um, you know, and, and to see the different levels, like see what high school was like at a really small school, to a college experience where uh, Marymount had, you know, was in a really good conference, a capital athletic conference with some really, really good players. Um, the athleticism, the differences there. Um, and then, and then heading to the division one level and seeing, you know, what that was all about. Plus, you know, spending time at the Naval Academy and being around uh, those tremendous student athletes who, you know, it, it's just really hard to describe, you know, their commitment um, as as student athletes, but then with the military on top of it, um, to be, to see them, you know, grow into these tremendous leaders is really special. No question. You know, Billy Lang hires you to be on his coaching staff at Navy. You talked about you know kind of the connection there, but uh, you know who else was on that coaching staff, and, and what was the dynamic of the staff? I know the service academies you can have more than you know the three assistant coaches. Right. Yeah. So um, the first the first staff that I was a part of uh, was Eugene Burroughs, um, uh, Jason Crafton, uh, Joe Burke. Jason's the head coach at UMES now, and Joe Burke's the head coach up at Skidmore. Um, Eugene uh, was was working in the NBA with with Billy for the Sixers and for their D League. He was their head coach for for a little bit. And I believe he's running. I can't remember what school in Philly he's running now. Um, but and then Matt Slatke, um, uh, who was um, who was just who graduated from the academy as an alum, and he was on staff there. And 
Uh, those guys are great. I mean, I, I was more of the video, the video coordinator. I mean, that was my role, you know, kind of, kind of typical for a, a, an entry level. Um, and then, you know, I just worked my, my butt off to, to grow that role and, uh, some guys left and then I was able to get on the road and more and, you know, that was, uh, it was just really valuable. I mean, you, you, you have to, you have to really jump through a lot of hurdles, um, for, to recruit at the Naval Academy and then just a lot of the moving parts that happen on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so, you know, everybody, everybody had their roles. I mean, it was, you know, the three main guys on the road and the three guys who did scouts. And then, you know, I was there in support. Um, and then that kind of, that evolved in Billy's last, last couple of years where I was able to get on the road more and, and do a little bit of scouting help. And then when Ed, when Billy left, um, you know, I was really, um, I, I was assistant on the road and, and did all, a lot of the scouts as well and balanced it with the staff you know, that was there too. So, um, yeah. I was able to do everything. I mean, that's where I, you know, I think was, was really valuable um, was the, the operation side of things and also the coaching side. Now you talk about how when you were at Marymount, you're, you're doing the bartending at night, you know, you just had endless days, you know, you were hired as an active duty human resource officer, uh, resource operations officer for the U S Navy. Talk about your schedule. Yep while you're juggling that and obviously coaching division one basketball. Yeah, man, that was, uh, (laughs) that was, that was interesting. You know, so I, I, um, my focus was on, um, plebe. Uh, so all the first year students at Navy are called plebes. And so they're sort of training and, and testing protocols. Um, and then I was the liaison, uh, to, to the, prep school which is up in Newport Rhode Island so I would go up there once a month see our recruits that were up there um, and, and spend time with the, the, the prep school coach um, you know and then and then I had um, other other limited duties on on the yard um, but my, my primary focus was was the basketball program and um, you know so I was sort of a liaison to all of the military side of things along with our, our company officer who, I mean, excuse me, our, our, um, our officer, um, representative, our O-Rep, who is usually a commander or a captain. So they had some, a lot of, of leverage and, and, you know, sort of to navigate, um, the military side of things. So it was, it was great. I mean, you know, I was active duty, like you said, and it was, um, I felt honored and privileged to, to do that and to represent, um, you know, be, be active duty and, and represent our, represent the academy and and um, you know be in the navy. I mean it was it was really awesome and special and um, you know forever uh, grateful for that for that chance. You know, Coach Ed DeCellis is hired and inherits kind of a tough situation. In this first year, they go zero and fourteen in conference. How were how was he able to keep that locker room together? And at any point during the season, do you think he regretted leaving Penn State? Uh, I don't think he regrets it for for one moment. Um, I think I I think he loves it at Navy. Um, I I think with with any 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 transition, you know, it's it's hard. Um, you know, it's hard as a as a as a as a first year coach coming into a, a program that um, you know was sort of in a transition when when Billy left. We had we had a lot of success there, and then you know the Naval Academy kind of 
service academies kind of goes in waves a little bit. It's hard to sustain uh, consistency because, uh, you know, students sometimes leave campus and they, you know, they don't, um, they decide that the military isn't for them. And um, so that's challenging. But I think, you know, Coach D is a, a tremendous leader and he's got a winning pedigree, you know, and I, I think his, his philosophy was, was a little, was different than Billy's, um, uh, you know, for no other reason than that's just what his philosophy was. And Billy had, had, had success doing it one way and Ed wanted to do it another way and um, has had success uh, very, you know, recently too, a lot of success. And, you know, I, uh, I think, you know, you, you're, you're working for different guys and, um, you know, Coach D always had a positive message and he, he was just, you know, he, he, there's certain things he cared about that, um, you know, some guys maybe felt differently about, you know, but there was never any, there was never any dissension in the locker room. The kids at the Naval Academy are always respectful, uh, you know, and, and um, you know, we just had to, like, you know, when you come into coaching for the first time, you got to kind of got to get your guys in there. I mean, that's just kind of the way everywhere, you know, some guys will buy in and some guys won't. Absolutely. How did you... And, you know, I would, say, I would say, too, I'm sorry, Dave, I would say, too, at the Naval Academy, it's just a lot. You also got to learn this. <laughs> you got to learn all about the military, which takes a little bit of a learning curve, you know, and I think that that was, you know, I think that was part of one of the reasons why Ed kept me kept me on board was just to help him kind of figure stuff out. Oh, absolutely. Talk about how your role changed. You know, you touched on it a little bit, but when Coach D took over, you know, talk about how your role changed. Um, yeah, I, I, I was on the road uh, consistently um, a, a lot more. And I, and I think um, if, you know, I think it would have been the same if Billy had, had kept, had stayed there because the staff was kind of changing over and some guys were looking at different opportunities. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I was just, I was not recruiting much more, um, uh, less of the admin stuff. Um, but, you know, it, it, that's really what it was and more of the scouts, you know, the, the scouts were kind of broken up between myself and a couple of the other coaches and, um, you know, and, and what amazing staff too. I mean, I, we had Ernie Nestor and Kirk Kanaski on staff, like two just, uh, you know, wily veterans and, and successful head coaches. And, you know, so that was really neat. I, I liked our, our staff dynamic, you know, between the two staffs, it was really, um, really kind of unique. Uh, too. We had our staff at Navy was a little younger. Our staff at, uh, I mean, excuse me, our staff with, with Billy was a little younger, and our staff with, with, with Coach D was a little older. You know, on top of the responsibilities you had with the varsity team, you gained additional head coach experience with uh, the Navy development team. Talk about that. Yes. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think that really helped me. Um, uh, get my job at, at Washington College. I think that was a, a pivotal uh, a pivotal opportunity. Um, it was awesome. You know, Coach D kind of let me run it as, as, a, as a separate, not a separate program. I mean, it was very, they were very integrated, but um, just sort of let me kind of take the reins and, and, you know, set the game schedule. Uh, we, we, we had practices in the morning at 6 in the morning, like really kind of let it be my, my team. Um, you know, and there were guys that got pulled up uh, to practice and sometimes play with the, with the varsity. And, 
it was sort of a proving ground almost, and I think it was really valuable as a for our program. Uh, but for me personally, I mean, I got a chance to coach 15 games a year. I mean, it was, you know, it was it was special, uh, you know, and and the, and the kids cared. Uh, you know, they worked really hard. Um, they were dedicated and committed, and and I, I think the neat thing about it was that, you know, we had some we had some uh, some cool games and opportunities, but the, the the varsity guys came and watched, and the coaches came and watched, you know, and I, and I think that uh, lended a lot of merit to to it. It wasn't you know uh, meaningless basketball that um, you know that nobody cared about, but but me, you know, it was it was really integrated into the program, and I think it's it's still that way, you know, um, and, and that's and that's neat. I, I think it's it's really valuable as a young coach to be able to kind of learn on the fly, call your own timeouts, learn from your mistakes. And, you know, so um, I, 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 you know, I cherished it. You know, you have the reputation of a, a player's coach and you did a lot of recruiting at Navy. Talk about some of those guys and, and what relationship you have with those guys uh, right now. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I follow a lot of the, a lot of the guys on Twitter and, and, and Facebook Um uh, you know, some of the guys I'm, I'm closest with are, are guys like like Zach and 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 Tillman Dunbar. Um, you know, Worth Smith. Like seeing, seeing those guys play on the All Navy team and and the All Armed Forces team was really cool. Like that's a really unique opportunity that the Service Academy provides. Is you get a chance to wear USA on your chest and go compete against other uh, other military uh, teams around the world, and, and you go to a World Games and you know, I think that that's really cool, uh, you know, and, and that you, you, you have a chance to – some of these guys would have a chance to play it overseas, but they, they had to – you know, they have a commitment that they had to serve, and so this is just a, a way to get them some some international exposure and play, and, and play you know, and they, they've won gold medals, and it's really neat to watch and, and follow them. And, uh, you know, it's cool going to, to Navy football games and going back to, to watch Navy play. Um, you know, which I'm fortunate to do because I still live in Annapolis. Um, and I see a lot of the guys, you know, uh, Chris, Chris Harris, I, I, I've seen, uh, Adam Teague, um, you know, uh, Carlton Smith. I mean, I, I'm going to, you know, Kaleo Kina, went, who coaches, he lives down in Virginia Beach, and he's a big-time realtor now, but he was coaching uh, high school down there, and I was able to go down and see him and, and spend some time with him. So, um, you know, there's, they're, they're all just, special people and um you know I, I i was just actually just talking about jordan sugars today i was out recruiting this morning and his, and his name came up so you know just um just cool man i mean you know that's one of the way why we do what we do i think is this the relationships that you keep and maintain and you know i i, I hope to have and you know those those relationships are now growing as i, I start having alums you know from from my era of coaching at, at washington so I couldn't agree more. You know, I talked about, uh, you know, with the interview with JP that I did earlier on, uh, you know, and you touched on it. You know, I was on staff at Garfield when Zach uh, played as a junior and senior. What about him besides making 103 three-pointers during his senior year made you guys like enough to offer him a scholarship? Yeah, man. I mean, he's just toughness, you know. I mean, he just – no fear. I, you know, I think that's one of the biggest, biggest things uh, that separates, um, especially Division One, 
from other levels is, is guys that, that play with no fear um, uh, of the lights, of the big stage, you know, and, and, you know, Zach had that, you know, he had that, he had that toughness about him. He believed in himself. Um, he was confident, um, you know, and he was, he was one of those guys that every time he shot the ball, he thought it was going in. Um, and, you know, uh, you look, and, you know, when you look at him as from stature wise, he doesn't look like uh, the kind of guy that would have had an impact the way he did it at Navy. But, you know, that's why we, that's what we liked about him. Um, and he, he had some big, big, big moments, you know, in his career. And um, it's neat to see him being a, a, a Naval flight officer. I think that's, that's, that's pretty cool too. I agree. You know, in May of 2015, you get your opportunity to be the head coach at uh, Washington College. What it feel like to have your first opportunity to coach an NCAA program? Oh, it was amazing, man. I was so fired up, um, you know, and, and just fortunate that, uh, you know, I also didn't have to move. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, it, 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 was, it was just everything was, fell into place. Um, you know, and I, I always have wanted to, my, my dream was to be a small college head coach. And so I was living it. And then, you know, to take a program and, and that hadn't, um, seen a lot of success and try and, and turn it around, um, was, was the dream and the goal. And, um, you know, it was amazing. My first, my first game, I got a technical foul my first game. Uh, and I didn't even do anything. Like I, I, you know, I, I, I was, I said to the official, I was like, uh, you know, hey man, I was like, I didn't even do any, I didn't even earn that one. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, it was, you know, it was great, uh, tremendous honor, and and um, uh, you know, it was it was a challenge. Um, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge taking over a program and trying to instill different different ideas and values and 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 philosophies. Um, you know, um, into a into a program that you know was a little bit different than, than what you wanted. So, um, but, you know, forever grateful. My first year was very, very memorable, um, in a, in a lot of ways. And this whole, my whole experience, you know, is at, at Washington has been, has been, you know, tremendous from a, uh, growth and experience standpoint, um, you know, as well. So, and just really, really pleased with the, the, the type of guys that are in our program, you know, and, and the, the, the way they represent, um, themselves and, and care and love each other. And, you know, I, I just, I, I feel blessed to, to have, you know, the, the chance to, to work with these guys. Coach, you completed your MBA from the University of Maryland uh, University College in August 2015. You know, I, I see a trend of you uh, spending, you burning the candle on both ends. You're working a lot of hours. <laughs> uh, so we were on the road at, um, oh man, I think we were, we were playing, I think we were at the Mohegan Sun. I, I, I think at, 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 it was my last year at last season, it ended up being my last season at Navy. And I woke up at three in the morning so I could finish writing a paper and I had to scout for that night. <laughs> and you know, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, holy cow, man. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, and I'm coaching the JV team, too. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. It was, um, you know, I, I felt like to get an opportunity to be a head coach, 
a master's degree was important. And I had missed on, on a couple opportunities because of that. And so I, um, you know, took advantage of uh, the GI Bill um, that came along with, with being active duty um, and, you know, did an 18-month program that was very intense. <laughs> and, you know, there were some times, I mean, I, my wife is amazing. She was my editor-in-chief on a lot of the papers, you know, and it was it was late nights and early mornings for sure, or just – like I remember landing on a, from a plane on a recruiting trip and had to get a paper turned in and I'm typing it as, as we're taxing in, you know, just crazy stuff, man. Talk about re-energizing the program and the community after a few down years uh, in Chestertown. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, I, I wanted to uh, sort of uh, change the, change the outlook on, you know, that it doesn't have to always be, you know, so, so challenging, um, and, and, and losing and, um, you know, to kind of change the outlook. And, and, um, I thought we needed, um, I thought we needed a focus on, we have four pillars in my program. It's, it's, it's family, faith, academics, and hoops. And I, I asked that the first three always come before basketball. And then I asked that any other, anything else, extracurricular wise um, after basketball. And that was, um, you know, there was that. And then our core values are integrity, hard work, and positive attitude. And uh, those are things that I, that I try and embody myself and ask that my team do it as well. And, um, you know, and, and I think we found the right guys that, that bought into those things, um, guys that cared about being in the gym guys that like my the three seniors that graduated uh austin allen alec lewis and dallas marshall this past year were part of my first class and they were a class of nine originally and um they endured the losing the negativity all of those things to really reshape and the program into you know making the centennial conference tournament and back-to-back years their junior and then this past junior year and then this past year you know, and that was the first time it happened in 20 years. And I, it's all a testament to my guys buying into it. You know, it's hard, man. It's hard losing. It's hard losing. And and especially on a, in an environment where losing is, you know, kind of what was happening in basketball. And, uh, you know, for them to endure it and to really leave their legacy and leave the program in a, in a much better place, um, I think that's why, you know, we're excited about what we have moving forward. Um, in a really, really tough conference. I mean, Centennial Conference basketball is amazing. Uh, one of the best conferences in the country. You have the number one team in the country in Swarthmore all year last year, and Hopkins was also in the top ten. And year over year, we have top tw- 25 teams. And Washington College, we're, 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 we're aiming to get there, and I think we will. Um, you know, and so that's exciting. I, I, the, the basketball is just it's outstanding, you know, so I'm just – I'm glad that we're, you know, we've got guys, the right people that are evolving and, and helping to move this program forward. You coached another one of my former players, uh, Brandon Barry. I remember him, you know, asking about you because I think he committed before there was a new coach. I spoke, yeah. you know, I said nothing but good things about you. Uh, you know, ultimately, you know, he transferred after a couple of years, uh, ironically enough, to a place before they named their next head coach. <laughs> but, but right, you know, right, what right. do you remember about coaching a, a young Brandon Barry? 
Yeah, I, I, I thought Brandon is a tremendous person. Um, you know, just one of the one of the most genuine people out there. And, and um, uh, you know, he was he was a competitor, uh, good player. Um, you know, I, I was sorry I was sorry to to, to see him go. Um, I was I was I remember being surprised about it, but understood. You know, he was at the time he was playing behind a. Uh, a very good point guard, um, and and so I, I I think he wanted to try and find an opportunity to get on the floor more, um, and I, I Elizabeth Town was um, was a place that he basically decided between the two, right? And so um, yeah, I mean you know everybody's got to make their choices, and and I, I loved coaching him. It has a tremendous family, um, you know, and I, I know he'll do big things, but. You know, again, just a, a a great person, a really good player, and a really good teammate. Okay, so full disclosure here: despite Brandon transferring out, Zach getting kind of over, uh, getting recruited over his final two years in Navy, you still gave me a phone interview for an opening on your staff. You know, I know both of them spoke <laughs> highly of you. Zach, you know, really sold me uh, on you as a coach and a person. What do you remember about that phone interview? And how did I do as far as answering uh, some of those questions? Uh, I thought your interview went went great. I think you were you were kind of up against a, a, uh, an in-house uh, candidate. Um, so I think that um, the people that I did interview, you know, I thought had an uphill battle. I mean, I, I you know, I know I knew where you, where you were coming from. I I, I know you like I. I had done my background checks and, and, and questions. So, um, I, you know, I, I felt like you could do the job, like for sure. Um, you know, the, again, the one thing was I had a, I had an in-house candidate who, um, I, you know, had a great shot at the job as long as, you know, he, he didn't screw up the interview. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but uh, you know, I, I was not dissatisfied with with your with your interview wow, at all. That's great, coach. Um, yeah, I, I knew you had two really good guys, you know, in house. I know Alex Bates is now on staff at mm-hmm. George Mason as a graduate assistant. Nick finished up a GA spot at Longwood and now is on staff at Bullis. Talk about some of those assistant coaches, uh, you know, and guys that you have on staff right now. Yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, Nick um, came highly recommended by a good friend of mine, Josh Merkel, uh, who was at Salisbury at the time, who coached Nick. Um, you know, obviously Josh is now at Randolph-Macon and doing a great job. And, um, you know, he, he reached out and, and recommended uh, Nick. And I I um, I, I kind of wanted I, – I, I was really appreciative of it because, you know, there's so much going into trying to – um, get a program uh, restarted and, and um, you know, an assistant coach is a, is a huge piece. Uh, um, probably outside of the, outside of the players, the, the biggest piece. And, um, you know, Nick, Nick came in and, and understood what it was like to turn a program around from, uh, you know, from kind of a average program which Salisbury was to a, a, a championship program, and he brought that attitude 
Um, he's very well connected in the in the Montgomery County area, playing at Springbrook, um, and uh, you know he was able. To, he was like our first two classes were were his his work and um, awesome. And you know he brought Alex on board as a volunteer, and Alex uh, did an amazing job as a volunteer. I mean, was there more than I could have even thought. Like moved, was making no money, uh, working in. You know, I, I paid him in camp, and that was kind of it. And, you know, he found a couple odd jobs here and there. But, um, you know, both guys, just tremendous, uh, tremendous coaches. And then we had um, uh, Christian Harbaugh came for a year, who was recommended by, by Alex, who is now an assistant at Point Park. Uh, he's from the Pittsburgh area. Um, Mike Darilla was an, uh, an alum and was a student manager for Washington College and came back and coached for two years, terrific X and O's guy, um, and Jesse Case, uh, who's also from the Northern Virginia area, um, came on and helped out this past year. Um, but my, my biggest, my biggest um, um, goal for our assistant coaches is, is to help them get to their next spot. You know, I think that was the goals for the guys that I worked for, um, you know, and, and so um, I want to use whatever resources I have for guys that do a great job, you know, to get to a next spot. And um, I thought um, Nick and, and Alex were super deserving of, of their opportunities. Um, and I know that they both are going to do a tremendous job in, in coaching. I mean, you know, um, they both, they both get to, to work, work with uh, two, two uh, very good, uh, very good coaches uh, and uh, championship level coach and date and coach Paulson, the guy who's won it, every level and, um, you know, just amazing. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I could help them get there. And coach, coach, coach Cody Joyce, who's with us now is, is, uh, you know, uh, another guy who just uh, played at UMBC, you know, and, and, um, has done a tremendous job for us and, um, you know, again, help willing to help these guys get wherever they want to get to. I mean, they were all integral parts of, of, you know, of our whole program and, um, you know, my, my goal is to help prepare them to get to where, if it's in basketball or out of basketball, is to help them, you know, kind of, kind of grow and, um, as leaders and as, as managers of people. And, um, you know, so I'm really happy for them. And that's, that's, that's what I want for any, anytime I have an opening is, is I'm hoping that people will want to come and, and be a part of, a um, you know, a program that's, that's ready to win, um, and take, another big step and then you know that ultimately if they want to if they want to grow in coaching like this is a great a great place to do it you know the job you've done at Washington College has been tremendous I think you know considering how tough it is to recruit at a higher academic d3 and a very tough conference you know you had a process and, and you kept pounding the stone and what was it like to see the results really pay off the last two years you had double digit wins uh, and then, you know, two tournament appearances for the Centennial Conference Tournament. Uh, uh, amazing. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, it was, it's our players, you know, committing to, right, committing to the process of, of, of turning a program around and, and committing to being college basketball players and to the early mornings, the early lifts and all the things it takes the, the, the challenges um, of, of, of growing a program, 
Um, you know, I, I, I just, it's all, it's them, you know, it's them buying into it. And, 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 you know, I, I'm thankful to have a supportive administration that, uh, you know, that is on board with, with, um, the kind of, uh, the great people, great student athletes that we bring in. And I, I think that it helped me being at Navy, you know, because, um, it's, it's similar recruiting, um, you know, both high academic schools. So I kind of knew like where I could go. Um, cause I had been doing it already. Um, you know, and, and then just being in this area for so long, like in the really great relationships and friendships that I have with high school coaches in this area and then developing those, you know, in places that I've been when I was at Navy, like, you know, down in Florida and in North Carolina and, 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 um, you know, start venturing into PA now and, and, um, you know, so just trying to, you know, just put a put good product out there and I appreciate, you know, the, the compliment, um, you know, just want, want it, want it for these, for our guys, you know, want them to have, I, I just don't want to have a, a bad, I, want, I don't want them to have a, a college experience where they felt like, um, they weren't able to achieve anything they tried, you know, and that's, that's, I think that we have that opportunity at, at, at Washington, and I think we have the community support is tremendous. You know, we have we run camps, and so all the kids that come out, and we do a lot of community outreach um, in the in the local community. That has been very helpful, um, to, and I think just inspiring for our, for our players. What What have you been able to do since the COVID pandemic hit in, in March of two thousand nineteen? Um, well, I tell you, a lot of it has been, um, a lot of personal, uh, growth for me. Um, I, you know, just in kind of, um, um, sort of looking in, in internally and trying to, to, to become a, a, a better person and a, a better coach and, and, um, you know, just to kind of, kind of grow like, I, you know, just, um, holistically. Um, so I, I've, I've, I, I, yoga is something that I've always done, but I've really gotten into it more in meditation and that kind of thing. And the, the wellness aspects from that, I think, have been really beneficial to me and my relationships. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of seeing where I could, could um, you know, improve. Uh, so my, my, you know, my kind of my goal is just try and get a, a little bit better every day and, you know, try and be grateful for every day that we have. And I, I think that that's, you know, a, a lot of people probably feel that way, too, is just, being grateful um, each day because you just don't know like when things are going to flip upside down, you know? Um, So, uh, and then I loved from a basketball standpoint, I loved the webinars that we had access to. I'm sure you did as well. The first two months, you know, that the NABC put on and uh, you know, just listening to all these amazing coaches and, and fast NBA trainers and, you know, leaders in different areas, like just amazing stuff that I was able to pull from, you know, and, and just looking forward to actually putting into play, you know, like I have all these, all these plans now, right. And I just want to, I kind of want to see it in action. Um, uh, so, you know, hopefully that we, you know, I think we're going to be able to next semester, we're gonna be able to practice and, and, and work out and, and hopefully in the later spring, be able to play some games. Coach, I've always said you guys have one of my favorite logos. Where can where, where can I purchase yeah. a, a shooting shirt or some gear? 
Uh, well, I, I guess you just you send me your address, big man, and I'll, I'll send it to you. Bob. I'll send you something. But yeah, it's cool. The backwards Maryland goose, man. You know, it's it's uh it's definitely unique. Shoot, I wasn't even looking for free gear. Look look at this. I I can't thank you enough. Coach. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. That's my it's my my pleasure, man. Anytime we can get people repping repping the uh you know repping the Shorman uh uh symbol, you know that's uh. Throwing hoops, man. That's that's a good thing. I always say, not even because you know I, I was one of Zach's high school coaches. I will always wear Navy gear because I worked your camps and and I got a couple free shirts out of it. So you guys have my allegiance over there in uh, Annapolis. That's right, man. No, it's it's a uh, you know it's a, it's an it's an amazing place, man. Uh, you know, and and I, I know you you I'm sure you felt it every time you walk on the yard there. It's it's it's. Absolutely. Coach, we've come to the segment I call start, bench, cut. I give you three things. You start one, bench one, and cut one. Okay. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. (laughs) Uh, We got to start Under Armour. Okay, who's who's coming off the bench? We got to – we got to – we we got we're gonna we're gonna bring Nike off the bench and then uh, we're we're cutting Adidas. Okay. You're a Maryland guy, Steve Francis, Juan Dixon, Steve Blake. Ooh. Oh, man. All right, I, I'm 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 starting I'm starting Juan. I'm bringing Steve off the bench, Steve Blake off the bench, and I'm I I I, I know this is bad, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bench franchise. No, you know I I'm I'm with you on that. I think they overall achieved. You know they got a championship. Uh, they were there longer. So no, I'm with you on that, coach. Crab cakes, steamed crabs, oysters. Uh. I love all three, so this is this is hard. But I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start crab cakes. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring our steamed crabs off the bench, and I'm I'm gonna cut the oysters. Okay, I know you're a big Pearl Jam fan, so uh, for these three songs, "Last Kiss," Jeremy, who who you are. Uh, I'll I'll start start last kiss. I'll bring who you are off the bench, and I'll bench. Uh, excuse me, and I'll I'll cut Jeremy. Okay, last one, coach. Twitter follows. Hoop dirt. Coaching changes. Jeff Goodman. <laughs> uh, I'll start hoop dirt. I'll bring coaching changes off the bench, and I'll cut Jeff Goodman. I like it. Coach, who are three guests I should have on the podcast? Oh, man. Uh, uh, I would I would say Kent Dernbach, uh, Matt Miller, and Will Maynard. 
Okay, I like those. You know, Coach, you've worked your way up the coaching ranks. You, you know, you got into the business after not being a, you know, college player or, you know, having a father in the business. What advice do you have for coaches, you know, trying to get into the business and also work their way up the ladder? Yeah, I, I, I think um, I think if you go in with the – if you go in with an expectation that you're that you're there to to learn and grow, and and be able to sustain yourself without worrying too much about finances, like whether that be um, a, you know a, a job with low pay or uh, no pay, and you've got to find another job. I, I think um, uh, that's that's the way that's the way to break in. Um, you know. I think it's important to, to, to work for different people too. I think if, if you have that, have that chance, um, you know, that you're able to, to experience different, different types of coaching, um, you know, different ways of doing things. Um, I think that's really beneficial if, especially if your ultimate goal is to be a head coach, whether that's in high school or college or the pros, um, you know, and I, I think, um, Studying the game, um, whether it's studying film, um, studying players, um, you know, or um, different philosophies and, and, and strategies um, is, is really, really a positive thing. Um, I think you can take different things from different people. Um, there's so much information out there now. And I think, um, you know, always working to improve yourself from a, from a leadership and a personal standpoint. Um, you know, that's something that I've, I've really, really kind of focused on the last uh, few years. Um, and especially this year where we, we just had some more time. Um, I think you got to be grounded on, in who you are, David, you know, I, 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 like everybody's different. Um, you know, and I think you just gotta be, you gotta be a good person. Um, ultimately I, I, I think it's a, a really cutthroat business in certain ways. Um, you know, and, uh, I think, there's certain ways to go about things, but I think ultimately if you're a good person and you're, you're passionate and, um, you know, you're, um, someone that is, is willing to, to, to work really hard to, to get to a certain place, I think you'll get there. You know, I, I think that's what it's all about. Um, and understanding, again, understanding who you are and that, you know, there's a lot of people that, that have advantages. Some people, some people, you know, other over others, but I think if you have that, those sort of, that character about you that you're willing to learn and you're, you're a good person and you're willing to work. I think you'll, you'll make it. That's terrific advice, coach. Thank you so much for that. You know, if listeners want to get in touch with you, pick your brain, talk X's and O's, if they have recruits for you, what's the best way to reach out social media, email, what have you? Um, my email address is a Goodman, the number four at, at washcall.edu. Uh, A-G-O-O-D-M-A-N, the number four, at W-A-S-H-C-O-L-L dot E-D-U. Um, anytime, you know, shoot me a, shoot me a, a message, um, and I'll, I'll definitely respond, and, um, you know, we can kind of go from there. Coach, can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. You know I think the world of you. Um, 
you know, I'm wishing that you and your family uh, nothing but the best. You know, stay safe during these crazy times. And I look forward to, uh, you know, repping and following uh, Washington College. I appreciate it. Thanks, David. Thanks for thinking of me and, and uh, having me on. It was, it was great. It was great to catch up, too. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Box Score podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and rate five stars.